Robert Affolter here. Welcome back. <laughs> Today I want to talk about, do you think you're in control? I titled it, do you think you're in control? Because most of the time we do think we're in control. And it's not until we realize that we're not in control that we really know that we are only thinking we're in control. <laughs> Let me explain how that works. I once read it was in some book by Vernon Howard. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Vernon Howard. And he said, just focus on an object like visualizing a pair and just try to maintain that vision just sit quietly with your eyes shut try to visualize that and when you find your mind wandering away catch it and bring it back and what many people will find is <laughs> they can never catch their mind they just follow it and follow it and follow it and and it just runs away <laughs> they're not in control now what i found was it did run away and I was just shocked. There it goes again. And I could bring it back to the pair and it run away again. I created a whole course just based on that one thought. I use a red ball and have you focus on a red ball. But what really got me was how often I wasn't in control. And it was really interesting because when I find myself being upset about something, I could then focus on my, my thoughts and, and gain control. I could stop it. And then I could actually even think about it. Why is it I'm, I'm thinking about that? Why am I upset about that? But the main thing was to be able to stop it. And if you can stop it, if you can stop it, um, what I found is pretty soon it was just became funny. <laughs> I've often told this, this story. I was, when I first recognized this, when I was first told about this back in the 90s, and I was out mowing my yard. And for some reason, I was upset with my wife about something. I don't even remember what it was. But as I'm mowing the grass, and I take about three steps, and, and I was back being upset with my wife. I go, okay, now I've got control of it again. <laughs> it lasts about two or three more steps, and I was back. And I didn't go more than maybe 50 feet, and I was no longer upset. I was just, I was just laughing because it was so, so funny how difficult it was to get control of my mind. And I had it happen another time when, when something happened and, and uh, well, I, I give you this story. I was, I was downstairs, I'm upstairs right now in my house, but I was downstairs and, and I'd been working for a while and it was winter, so it was dark outside. My wife came out in the morning and I'd gotten up before she did. She came out and she opened the blinds and I was upset about that. <laughs> and, I got ready for work, and at that time, I was riding the bus into work, and I got on the bus, and as I got on the bus and went back to sit down, I realized I was still upset with my wife. And I caught myself, and, and why am I, why, what's, why is this a big deal? And I remembered my mother telling me when I was probably, I don't know, maybe six years old or something like that, she was showing me how to, how to adjust the blinds and close the blinds, and she said, so we close the blinds at night, and we turn, out the, turn on the light so people don't see in. And I thought, <laughs> my wife's not following that program. <laughs> her mother must not have told her that. But then I had to look at the rule. Well, what difference does it make? I don't care if people look in. So, you know, I was no longer upset with my wife. And the next morning, I opened the blinds for her. <laughs> and there's been so many times like that that's helped help me realize what's wrong with me so that my marriage was happier 
and that made me happier. <laughs> so it really helps if you can practice this. At least it's helped me. I can practice being in control of my thinking. And in fact, what's really interesting, I, I had this uh, argument online in Facebook, actually, in a, in a Facebook group with a friend of mine. He and I have gone back and forth about this for quite a while. And he thinks it's our consciousness that's in control, that we were given a body and we have limited control via our consciousness. And he's, he's also a chiropractor. So he and I have gone back and forth on this idea of a universal intelligence and then an innate intelligence, which runs our body physically, you know, the healthcare part of it. And then whether we also have an educated intelligence, which is, you know, kind of from learning and experience and how much control does that have? And we've argued, I've, I've come to believe that there's no such thing really as an educated intelligence. So what it really is, is neural program. And he doesn't agree with that. He believes that we've actually, that it's our educated intelligence is more like our soul. And I said, well, <laughs> this is what I said yesterday. Is I said, look, the evidence doesn't support you, in my opinion, because the evidence on on brain, and if they do brain scans, what they find is that we actually have brain changes to move our hand or, or arm or, or do something before we're conscious that we have the thought that we're going to do it. Before we make the decision, the brain's already changed to prepare us for that action. And it's about a half a second difference. So you've already started to move and then you make the decision to move. <laughs> which I think supports my idea that there's an innate intelligence that somehow changes the brain and at the same time gives us the thought or uses the part of the brain that, that is conscious to look at the thought and decide, okay, is that what I want to do? And then prepares us to move and, and makes the movement. And it's all done for the consciousness. I mean, it's all the consciousness isn't the controlling mechanism. That's what I want to say. But what we find is sometimes we let the programming run. <laughs> and when we let the programming run, we're definitely not in control. Or, or maybe we, we seem to be in control, but we've allowed, we're letting someone else direct our thinking or direct our, our action. Let me give you an example. I was recently watching a video and it's part of a course that I was taking. And this video had uh, two different players, two, two different teams, I should say. One team was dressed in white and the other team is dressed in black and they're throwing a basketball around. So sometimes the black team would have it, sometimes the white team would have it. And the goal I was given was to count how many times the white team passed the basketball. And I counted 13 and the answer was 15, so I missed a couple. But I was really focused, you know, they'd given me this task and I had accepted it and was really focused on counting the basketballs. And then at the end, <laughs> the question was, did you see the gorilla? And I said, what? Because <laughs> there wasn't any gorilla. I didn't see a gorilla. They replayed the video and a guy in a, in a gorilla costume walks right through this group. It was a real tight group. It wasn't a, a big group. It was a real tight group. So the guy walks right into the group, turns and faces the camera and waves, I think like this, and then walks out of the group. I didn't even see him. I was focused on the balls. Now, think about what happened there. I accepted their intention for me to watch the basketballs. And at the same time, 
I was so focused, my attention was so focused on that, that I didn't see the gorilla. It happens to us all the time. You will see it once you believe it. You don't believe it because you see it. <laughs> once you've decided what you're looking for, then you can begin to see it. And that was a great example of it. And I talked yesterday about visualization and then realization. You have to have to know what the pattern is you're looking for before you can find it. And that's where visualization comes in. But now we're back to who's in control. So what I was thinking about this morning, actually, was, you know, if you if you begin to follow your mind and you start tracking it, like I was just talking about, you'll find that your mind's going and you're watching it. You're watching your mind. And you can stop it and bring it back to something else. You can bring it back to the pear or the bread ball or whatever it is. But if you're watching it, it's happening before you're conscious of it. Because that's why you're that's why you're conscious of it. And there's probably a half a second, you know, lapse there, I think. So your consciousness is changing before you're aware of it. And you're aware of it changing. Or you, maybe you could think of it as simultaneously, but it's actually happened a little bit before. It's almost like watching a movie. And yet you can stop that and you can control it. So the real part of you is the part that can stop and control it. How often are you using that real part of you? How often are you stopping your mind and going, that's not what I want to think about. I want to think about this. Or that's not what I, mean. what I find is I don't automatically decide, okay, I want to think about this. I get something else. I go, no, that wasn't it either. Nope, nope, that wasn't it either. Nope, nope, that wasn't it either. And then I'll get what I decide I want to think about. So if you want to get in control, I, I submit to you that I believe you're probably like me. And most of the time, you really aren't in control. It's just programs running that you're you're not even. I give, I'll give you another example. You, I can program myself. Back when I was working in town, I drive home or I take the bus. But if I was driving home, I, my, I could think, well, I'm going to stop at the store on my way home and get something. So that'd be my thought. I get in my car and I take off. And I've had at least once where I pulled up and was looking at my garage and realized that I hadn't stopped at the store like I intended to. And I was thinking about all other kinds of things. I wasn't even focused on going home. But what had happened? <laughs> I got in my car and I just started the go home program and off I went to go home and was thinking about all other kinds of stuff. But I wasn't thinking about going to the store. And how much of our lives is just like that? We get up, we, we start the routine, we put in the programs, and we just let the programs go, and we watch them, and life happens to us, but we're really not in control. If you want to get in control, <laughs> take my mental mastery course. Go to https colon forward slash forward slash www.athfolteracademy.com. And just sign up, put your email and address in there, and you can take the eight-week program. And right now, it's for free. I don't know if it's going to continue that way, but as of right now, you can just, just sign up for free. All right, <laughs> Robert Affalter, helping you play the game of life a little bit happier, healthier, and wealthier. Thanks for watching.